Now, I mentioned that we've got a bushfire on the Noosa Heads part of the Sunshine Coast, prepared leave issued for residents in Parisian Springs. But we've got more than 100 bushfires burning in New South Wales and conditions are expected to deteriorate once again as this heat wave sweeps across the country. A statewide total fire ban is now in effect until midnight Saturday. Let's get the latest from the New South Wales Rural Fire Service Deputy Commissioner Rob Rogers is on the line. Deputy Commissioner, thanks so much for your time. Good afternoon. I mentioned a total fire ban in place right now. What's the situation this afternoon? How many fires and and what's the focus? So we've still got 100 fires. 55 of those are not contained. Uh, We've still got a lot of those fires in the northern part of New South Wales and some of which have been burning since uh, August. And those fires haven't gone out. Uh, In fact, the only reason some of the numbers have gone down is because they've joined together. So those crews are still dealing with those fires. We've got fires down uh, near Batemans Bay. Um, we've got a fairly big fire there, the Karawan fire. Uh, that fire's still active, particularly on the northern part. And then we've got those fires around uh, Sydney. So we've got the fire in the Wallandilly area in the catchment. We've got fire in the Blue Mountains in the Ruined Castle fire near Katoomba. And then we've got that Gospers Mountain fire, that uh, really large fire uh, that's in the Hawkesbury area. We're quite concerned with the conditions, certainly that are forecast tomorrow. Um, we've got extreme fire risk in uh, some of these areas where we We've already got fire and just for example so if we look down south down like places like Nara, we're talking about 40 degrees very low humidity and westerly winds 45 gusting to 70 so that's going to make firefighting really dangerous and really difficult and uh, unfortunately we're going to see that in the Sydney area as well we're going to see extreme fire risks very strong winds low humidity um, and very high temperatures so it's going to be a, a really rough few days because Saturday is potentially going to be worse than tomorrow. When you're already under such immense pressure like you are at the moment, how do you prepare for what are catastrophic conditions predicted for tomorrow? Well, what we've done is um, we know that, for example, that fire on the Bell's line of road in the Hawkesbury area, we know that's going to cause us problems tomorrow. So we're going to be, we've been working with uh, our colleagues in fire rescue. We've got pre-positioned appliances identified to be in those areas where we know that they're going to be impacted tomorrow to protect those properties. We're also looking at some of those properties, whether we can defend them all. Um, so we've done that work as well. And then we're going to have a lot of appliances, uh, fire appliances stationed in uh, Western Sydney, ready to go up to support that area there, go up to the Blue Mountains, go down south. We've also still got that fire that was previously threatening the central coast. The crews have done a lot of good work getting containment on the eastern part of it but of course we've got to worry about that breaking out and then the fire down south we're quite concerned about that caravan fire um, and we've got some crews uh, you know basically making sure we've got reinforcements there in case that fire takes a big run tomorrow so look I mean people have been at this a long time but you know what these are local people who are there to protect their local communities and uh, they will keep doing that as long as we need to do it. Rob, you mentioned whether you've been looking at whether you can actually defend homes. Are there some areas where you're just getting people out thinking that that won't be the priority? 
Yeah, look, there's areas and there's homes that we look at, and we, you know, just with how much vegetation, how close it is to the home, and how the, how you know the home's been kept, and uh, how defendable it is, and, and we make assessments based on that, and whether it's safe for our firefighters to be there, and if we believe it's not, then we will tell those homeowners that we don't believe that's defendable and uh, that they should leave. Now, hopefully, that's not um, you know, there's not too many of those, but inevitably, when we do these assessments, there is those occasional properties where people just like to live among the vegetation and that's fine but unfortunately it makes it pretty difficult and dangerous to defend. And especially for your volunteers. There was a report in The Australian this morning saying that police are close to charging more than a dozen suspected arsonists and that 56 have already been charged. Are you working with police on this? Absolutely. We've been uh, working very closely with police, doing fire investigations and wherever there's a suspicion of uh, arson or people that are uh, deliberately, you know, allowed fire carelessly to escape, then we're referring them to police. And I've got to say, police have a zero tolerance for this and they've done some terrific work this year and and really um, gone after these people, which is really great because I think it starts to send the message that the community doesn't tolerate that sort of either arson or carelessness with fire. It, it's um, it's just not it's just not on. And and uh, police have done a great job in taking these people to task and and obviously getting them put before the court. So I think that's great. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, how how is everyone doing? How are the volunteers doing? How are you guys doing in the office? It's been a long, long few months for you. Look, it, it has been, and I think our focus is on those firefighters in the field and trying to make sure they get some rest. And, uh, you know, and we're very conscious that we're going now into what is obviously a time where people spend uh, a lot of time with their families and uh, a lot of our firefighters and uh, our support people won't necessarily be with their families. And, uh, you know, we do thank them for that commitment. But... Uh, at the end of the day, um, it's something that the fires don't go on holiday, so we just got to keep going while ever they're there, and they're certainly not going to be put out anytime soon. Deputy Commissioner, thank you so much for your time. Best wishes to you and the team there at headquarters. Thanks very much. That's Deputy New South Wales Rural Fire Service Commissioner Rob Rogers there with the update. About 100 fires. What's horrifying is he said the numbers dropped but only because they've merged together. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that, you know, particularly that Gospers fire is just so big that it's, you know, can't be contained now. They've just basically declared that it cannot be contained and that's terrifying for all of those affected. Really is scary.